welcome to the Upside Daily Podcast with Ioannis Dekas, a podcast all about spiritual renewal and personal growth. The outcome? To live with faith, love, and hope as a city changer, wherever you are. And now, your host, Ioannis Dekas. Hello and welcome again to Upside Daily. My name is Ioannis Dekas and this is episode 19 of my podcast. My prayer is that the seven to eight minutes that you and I share together will ignite you and empower you to live from grace, to find your purpose in life and to challenge you to personal growth. This is still season one of my podcast and I can't tell you, I'm learning so much every week about doing a podcast and I do hope that you're enjoying this as much as I am. If you are enjoying this and don't mind helping me share the word around, please don't you want to like, comment and share. And in this way, we can partner together in the sharing of the gospel to people all around the world. Thank you for helping and doing that. Now, this week we've been chatting about how ignorance in about our identity in Christ actually brings damage to our lives and how revelation or understanding actually ignites life. So, Let's get into today's episode. Identify with what you've become in Christ. You see, when you and I start recognizing the word of God and the work of God, we know that when Jesus died, he made us alive in Christ. And so for today's podcast, I want to take a portion of scripture out of Ephesians chapter 2. And we're going to read a few verses, but I want to break them up a little so that we can pause and just think about each one and what scripture is teaching us. So Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4 and 5 says, God still loved us with such great love. He is so rich in compassion and mercy. Even when we were dead and doomed in our many sins, He united us into the very life of Christ and saved us by His wonderful grace. When He, you know, the question is, when did He make us alive with God? Even while we were dead in our trespasses, God made man alive before mankind believed. Let's just put this into perspective. God made you alive before you believed. But let's carry on. Verse 6 and 7 says, He raised us up with Christ, the exalted one, and we ascended with him into the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm. For now, we are co-seated as one with Christ. Throughout the coming ages, says the scriptures, we will be the visible display of the infinite limited, limitless riches of His grace and kindness, which was showered upon us in Jesus Christ. You know, the Apostle Paul writes this as if he knew me, as if he knew you. There was such a strong sense of completion in his writing. This is a done deal. And then in verse 8 to 10, he proclaims, For it was only through this wonderful grace that we believed in Him. Nothing we did could ever earn this salvation, for it was the gracious gift from God that brought us to Christ. So no one will ever be able to boast, for salvation is never a reward for good works or human striving. We have become His 
poetry. And I'm reading to you the, uh, this to you from the Passion Translation. This word poetry, we have become his workmanship in, in some of the older tra- traditional translations. Um, but the word workmanship is actually the word poema in the Greek language where we get our English word from poem. You know, it's as if he says God, God has constructed us in his word, in his sentences. He recreated, says the Passion Translation, a people that will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us, for we are joined to Christ, the anointed one. Even before we were born, God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it. We were darkness, says the Apostle Paul. He says we were this. Our minds and our lives were dominated by a lie. It is true. You know, ignorance was part of how we lived. But now he says, now that the light of the gospel has come, we now exhibit the glory of the Lord. The fruit of our life is now the display of truth, the truth of my true identity in Christ. You see, this is what I now get to display in my city, in my community, and to my family. I am what he says I am. I can identify with what Christ, you know, with what I have already become in Christ. I've said this before, more than 130 times in the New Testament, in Christ. You know, we now do according to what we have become. We now live according to what we have become. We now think according to what we have become. We now pray, consider, give, serve, love, carry hope according to what we have become. Can I read this to you again? Ephesians 2 verse 9 to 10 says, We have become his poetry, a recreated people that fulfill the destiny he has given each of us. For we are joined to Christ. Even before we were born, God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it. The question is, I think it's a valid question. You know, what have we become? What have we become in Christ? And there's no way that I could give comprehensive expression to this in the few minutes that you and I have together. But just listen to this. May your heart just drink in. In Christ, we have a new standing. We have the righteousness of God. We read this in Hebrews 10, uh, verse 10 to 22. In Christ, we have a new identity sonship. Romans 8 says, you know, we no longer receive the spirit of religious duty that leads us back to fear, but we have received the spirit of full acceptance, adoption, enfolding us into the family of God. In Christ, we have a new disposition. Sinfulness is no longer our reference. Holiness is. We read this in Romans 6 where he says, you know, sin no longer has a hold on our lives. Holiness has become our reference. Uh, in Christ, we have a new authority. We function from faith and not from fear. In Christ, we have a new capacity. Uh, 1 Corinthians 13 says we now have the capacity 
capacity to love. Uh, in Galatians, Paul says we have the capacity to, to have joy, to have love, to have peace, to have long-suffering, to have gentleness, to have kindness, to have goodness. We have a new capacity to live from. In Hebrews 7, the Bible teaches us that we have a new hope in the intimacy that we have with God. You know, when, when we discover our intimacy with God, it gives us confidence in His presence. But we also have a new expectancy in Christ, an expectancy of His kingdom that is not built on rules about food and drink, says Romans 14, but is filled in the realm of the Holy Spirit with righteousness, peace, and joy. In Christ, you and I have become, we have discovered a new way, a way of rest and not of striving. Hebrews 4 teaches us that as we enter into God's faith rest life, we cease from our own works just as God celebrates his finished work and rests about us. You know, this is massive. How could I ever, just in a few sentences or in a few minutes on a podcast, give full expression to what he has designed for your life? It's not possible, not possible at all. But maybe this can be a start. Maybe something in today's podcast has ignited life and a sense of revelation in your understanding. Remember, ignorance brings damage and death, but understanding revelation ignites life. Thank you for joining me on today's today's Upside Daily. There's more to receive and there's more to give where this comes from. Tomorrow's episode on Contagious Faith has personally been one of my most stirring podcasts uh, that I've had the privilege of preparing. And I'm looking forward to connect with you again as we continue this journey on our understanding of the power of identification with Christ. Live blessed. See you tomorrow. You've been listening to the Upside Daily Podcast. Join us next time for more insights on how to know God, love people, and impact your world. Upside Daily, your personal daily investment to turn your world upside down.